Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Tea and Teachings. We do this every single Friday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard okay. Time. And yes, we are live. Just wanted to double check. Make sure we're in the group. Okay. I keep on forgetting to write Tea and Teachings underneath, but that's okay. So hello, everybody. So today we are going to be talking about three specific things, rewiring your limiting beliefs taking initiative and also being open to a new approach. And, you know, Andrew and I never really plan these episodes, you know, far in advance of what we're going to specifically talk about. And last night we were just having a conversation and I learned a lot about myself. And I think in me sharing kind of a little bit more about the conversation that we had, this can also really help you um, just with your mindset, limiting beliefs, um, and just even your mindset towards change, towards trying a new approach, towards, you know, getting the help that you deserve. So I'm going to circle this. I'm going to share a little bit about, you know, our conversation last night. And then, of course, I will circle it back in regards to your relationship with food and how this can really support you and what you can get out of this. So. I have always struggled with bloating issues and IBS and SIBO. And, you know, I had some hormonal issues, some gut issues. And, you know, this has been a period after, you know, 10 years of restricting and 10 years of binging and, you know, really putting my body kind of to the ground, so to speak, like, you know, in this pendulum swing of restricting myself and then binging. And it's been really, really tough on my body. So, um, I, you know, had moments where I started to feel a little bit better with my health. Um, you know, of course I reached out to some specialists and, um, it's, it's so, it's so interesting how things get ingrained into your brain. So, you know, a few of the first actual, um, hi Marcy, the first naturopath that I worked with, you know, she was basically, you know, we, we went through this pot protocol. We worked together for about a year and a half and nothing that we were doing was working like nothing was working. And, um, you know, a year and a half, it's, you have to be resilient. You have to keep going because it's like, you know, you can have this mindset of things are not working. Okay. Well, I'm just going to quit, but I stayed on for a year and a half because I was committed to getting my digestive health back on track, getting my hormones back on track, getting my gut health back on track. And, you know, after a year and a half, it was like, you know, things aren't working. Like I have to, I have to try something different. So I tried another, um, 
naturopath and it was basically the same thing. It was like, this is a very tough case. Like I, I haven't really seen anything like this before. Again, we worked together for about a year and a half and, you know, he mentioned to me, like, I can't really help you. Like everything that we've tried should have, you know, helped you. So I'm not really sure what else to do. Like literally that, that was it. Here I am. I'm like, I'm resilient. I am not going to give up. I am going to find a solution. So back in 2021, I hired this very high level functional medicine practitioner and, you know, everybody knows him as like the expert and whatnot. And again, it was like a year and a half. It's like a year and a half has been my thing. I don't know why a year and a half. And, you know, we did certain things and nothing worked. And he's like, okay, we're going to get more aggressive because the, when you have, I had a SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. When you have that, you have to like go all in and you have to do certain things. Uh, it can't just be like change your food because you got to change actually like the bacteria in your body and all that stuff. So I was on this very rigid protocol, like very rigid protocol. And I'm not going to lie. It was it was freaking tough. Like it was really hard, but thankfully, you know, I didn't spiral into, you know, old binge eating behaviors. I didn't, you know, go back into like a diet culture mindset. Thankfully I was able to actually stick with it, even though it was really, really tough. And he's like, you know, even people who have a normal relationship with food, you know, have never struggled with eating disorders in the past. Like they find this super challenging and I was able to, to do it. So I got better finally. And I was like, finally a solution that worked, you know, I didn't give up, you know, you got to trust the process. And that lasted about like six months. And now my bloating issues are back. And I had a very severe flare up last night. I went to yoga and even just putting on like leggings, like I was in so much pain and I'm still in like very much discomfort. And I went home last night and I told Andrew and I said, like, I need help again. Like we got to do something. I'm not willing to settle for this anymore. Like, you know, something needs to change because it's back. And as soon as something is wrong or, you know, there's an issue going on. I'm always like, who can help me? How can I, how can I get better? Like I'm always trying to find a solution. And it's interesting because I noticed some of my limiting beliefs pop back up. So after I told Andrew that like, I needed some help, he started to, and of course you're going to share, but he started to, you know, share with me a few things, a few recommendations of what I can do. Right. He, and I don't know if you want to share specifically, but I want to keep. Yeah. Well, share your piece okay. and then I'll, I'll go off this one. Okay. I just, like, <laughs> just want to keep talking. So he, he started sharing a few things of what I should do. And right away, right away, my mind was like, you don't get it. Like I've had three specialists basically tell me that I'm broken and that nobody can help me. So the things that you're suggesting, it's not going to work. And he's an expert as well, too. He's a hormone coach and he helps, you know, tons of men and women balance their hormones. And he works with like, you know, very severe cases as well, too. But it's so funny how our brain is so hardwired. And I'm like, nope, that's not going to work. And, you know, people basically told me that I was a very rough case. So what you're recommending, like, I'm like, that's not going to work. And 
it's interesting when you have either somebody tell you something or something has happened in the past, you use that as evidence for why things are all, nothing else is going to work for you at this point. And it was just like, you know, when I struggled with binge eating and somebody called me fat, it's like that, that limiting, that got ingrained into my brain as a limiting belief. So there was so much fear diving into it, intuitive eating, let going, let, letting go of food rules because that limiting belief of I'm fat was stuck in my brain. And just like all these experts were telling me, like, I've never seen a case like this before. Like, this is a very severe thing. Like, I don't, I actually don't know what to help you. That's, that was literally ingrained into my brain. So it's, it's like that, that really holds it. It's like, it like almost like holds you back from trying anything new because you believe that nothing else is going to work. I think one of the most challenging things is when you try a lot of things, each time you try something and it doesn't work for you, it becomes significantly harder to do something new or to try something again. And the reason why is because as, as people, when it comes to success, we look for evidence as to why things should fail or why things should succeed. And by looking for evidence, it's not like you are subconsciously like, I am looking for reasons to why this doesn't work, but it's more of a subconscious where we make decisions based on what has happened in our past all the time. So future conversations with people get made by decisions that we are subconsciously choosing now. And it's the same thing when we're looking to, whether it's work on something for your health or whether it's, you know, maybe you weren't successful with something in, in, in life. What happens is, is as we continue to try and try again and we fail, this negative evidence builds up to the point where you believe two things. One, you believe that you are a, a special case or something that is significantly different than other people, that you are the only one that this problem exists and happens to. And it's common because... I mean, I've gone through it, Lorna, Lorna's gone through it, where you don't believe that there's a solution because it's out there. So that's number one, that, that special case syndrome. The second thing is that you almost don't want to try something because the assumption is that it will, it will fail out the gate. And what you seek is what you find. So if you're like, it's going to fail out the gate, it probably will fail out mm -hmm. the gate because you're not making any changes, right? Now, Lorna mentioned it quickly. Uh, as, as someone who works with people who have inflammation, who have the hormone stuff, you know, I, I see a lot of challenging things all, all the time in, in terms of, of people's stomach, in terms of, of people's gut. And when we were having a conversation, it was in two ways. One, we both confirm, yes, you need to see somebody and you need help. We can't just stop and give up every single time something gets hard or we're like, oh, we, we can't find the solution or we don't have the solution because the moment we stop, well, that's, that's it. It's, it, we're, it, it's over. So you wonder why I was looking, this really messed me up. And I don't know if you guys saw this, that looks yeah. like a hole in the wall, yeah. like a, a cut. And I was like, what on earth? <laughs> it's not, it's a drop. Now I'm <laughs> mini crisis over. I was like, what just happened? Uh, but uh, so when, what was I uh, saying in terms of, you well, can't just stop and give up. Uh, right. So, so you can't just stop and give up just because one thing doesn't work or multiple things uh, didn't work. Doesn't mean that you continue to write off future things 
because then you're just not going to get better. You're not going to change. You're not going to see a difference in your relationship with food. You have to try knowing two things. One, knowing very well that something might not work. And two, knowing that that is one thing less that is not working, that you can now get closer to your goal. And it's that, that, that intention and that relentlessness to succeed that actually makes you successful. So that's the first thing. The second thing as well, too, is I know, even as a coach, that I am not the best fit to help my own wife. And people are going to go, why? Because our relationship and even the way that we communicate together, this is why me and Lorna hire coaches, even though we, we know a lot of things about business and whatever. This is why we hire professionals and practitioners, because this relationship between us should, I'm so sorry, uh, <laughs> should always be positive uplifting, supportive. And the last thing that I want are any challenges or frictions between I'm going to tell you what to do, because that's not what a relationship is. And this is why I said, hey, we need to find someone that's there, uh, that, that specialized. That being said, even if your relationship with food and using relationship with food as an example isn't fully healed yet, doesn't mean, and you're, you're, you might be searching for someone, you might be looking for answers in this group that you're in here, even though you haven't been fully free from food, you can still start something today, right now, make a better change while you are going through this journey. And that's what me and Lorna decided on last night. There are tools that I have in my toolbox. There are things that we can do, which can make a lot of the challenges that she's facing now way, way better until we find the person, until we get the doctor to to message back, until we can get on the right track to -hmm. do that. We can still change and do something today that will make our situation better. Yeah. And that's really like the second piece. So the first piece that we just talked about was really like rewiring your beliefs. Like just because something doesn't work in the past, doesn't mean that things aren't going to work out for you, like moving forward. And then the second piece is really taking that initiative. So, you know, I can sit here and be like, this sucks. Like I'm so uncomfortable, like poor me, everybody thinks that like they can help me or I I can be like, okay, well, what can I do? Like, because that's the only solution you can come, you can like, you know, complain and be like, Oh, this sucks. Or you can take action. So, you know, I reached out to, you know, the people that I needed to reach out to, and there's a process, like it's, it's not going to like happen overnight. So in the meantime, while these people are getting back to me, Andrew and I are going to be sitting down today and he's going to, you know, suggest a few things that I, that I do in terms of, you know, reducing my inflammation and things like that, because, you know, you have to go first. Like you have to be the leader. And I was actually telling one of my clients who struggles with PCOS and, you know, it's hard to get answers unless you're like really, 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 really struggling. Like people don't take things seriously, unfortunately. And, you know, I, I told her, I said, you have to be the one that goes first. Like you, you, you call these people, you book this appointment, you do what you got to do. Like you need to do the things that you can do because you cannot rely on other people. 
Like, what can you do right now? Even when it comes to your relationship with food, right? It's like, what, what can you specifically do right now? And a lot of the times it's, it's, you might not know what to do, but also you might know what to do, but I have a hard time actually implementing it. And this is where, you know, obviously a coach comes into play, but like, there are so many things that you can start doing today. And I've had so many clients, like try so many different things. And when they join the academy, it's like, of course, there's like some fear. It's like, I tried so many different things. And then when they actually heal their relationship with food, they can like look back and be like, I am so glad that like, I didn't let my limiting beliefs, you know, override this decision. I'm so glad that I took the initiative because like, look where I am now with my relationship with food. And I think the third thing is being open to that new approach. Because when you've been knocked down so many different times, it's like you're closed off. Like, just like Andrew started talking, he's like, you know, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Like, that was just my brain automatically. And I was like, wait, hold on a minute. I have to be willing to try a new approach because what I'm doing right now is not working. So things are not going to get better just by not doing anything. And that's a hard freaking pill to swallow because it's like, you just have to like really get honest with yourself and be like, damn, no, like I'm only going to like things are only going to change if I do something. So it's not like, yeah, things could get worse when you try certain things. But even when it comes to your relationship with food, like you can't get worse at binging by trying something new. You can't get worse at binging by, you know, getting support and trying some new tools. Like you, you can't go backwards, right? It's like, if you're already, if you feel like you're already in the worst case scenario, anything that you try is going to be helpful in either giving you the solution or giving you feedback as to what doesn't work, but that is still helpful. When she talks about trying, don't fake try. Fake try is like, when Don't you when you make try. an adjustment for like a week and you're like oh didn't work or mm. like when you're like that's it i'm going to call that coach or call that specialist you call it hasn't even hit the third ring yet and you're like oh i guess they're not available hmm, poor me and you hang up the phone it's like was that really a full effort and that's where the belief behind what you want has to come into play when you're giving full effort into something you actually have to follow through and the follow through is the toughest part so just like you look for evidence as to reasons why something won't work start looking and searching for evidence as to reasons why it works for example if you don't believe that you can be free from binge eating there are tons of people in this community through Lorna's process that have literally done it they have done the process look for proof through other people can they do it if so i can do it look for proof in terms of what you've accomplished in the past anytime you had a struggle in your life that you were able to overcome maybe the second or the third time is proof as to why you can overcome this now so then that way you're not doing these fake or false starts where you're like oh i'm gonna try but you know, I'm, I'm only going to give this for two or three days and then say, oh, I, it didn't work for me. Yeah. And I think 
you know, that's just like intuitive eating. Like I hear so many people saying intuitive eating doesn't work for me. And I'm like, it takes time to get back in tune with your hunger and fullness cues. I hear so many people say, when I bring trigger foods in the house, I always binge. Well, yeah, it takes time for you to build that self-trust, right? So I was really reminded last night of like what I tell my clients that are recovering from binge eating. It's easy because I'm on the other side. You know, it's easy to be like, just trust the process, right? Like you have to trust the process. And that kind of like really took me back into like where I'm now in the midst of some things in terms of my health and, and, and my gut where I'm, I'm having to take the advice that I give my clients of like, you got to trust the process. Even when it feels like nothing is working, even when it feels like you're the exception, even when it feels like you've done so many things and nothing else is going to work, you have to keep going. And this is the definition of being resilient because I truly believe that everybody can have whatever it is that they want. When I look back, when I was struggling with binge eating, never in a million years that I ever, ever, ever think that not only would I be free from binge eating, but now I'm a coach to help women conquer binge eating. Like it's mind freaking blowing. Hi, Sarah. Wild, like crazy. So I really use that belief in other areas of my life that I really want to work on to be like, when you feel like you're struggling, like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, even when it feels so heavy and it feels so challenging and it feels so hard. So if you're recovering from binge eating right now, and you're maybe having these limiting beliefs, like, I don't know how I'm going to conquer this. Think back to your life of any other area of your life where you felt like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Maybe it was a breakup, a divorce. Um, you know, you lost your job or, you know, a, a, a grieving process or something like that. And you really felt at rock bottom. And there was a point where maybe you didn't get over it, but like, you are so grateful that you stuck with it and you kept going and you step, kept showing up for yourself and you kept taking care of yourself and being compassionate and loving towards yourself because you, you made it through on the other side. It's the same process, whether you are covering from binge eating, you're going through a hard time. It's trusting the process, rewiring. It's those three things. It's rewiring your limiting beliefs. It's taking action, right? Taking initiative. And then also being open to a new approach. Those three things changed my relationship with food. And it's inevitably going to help me right now with the things that I'm going through. And I want you to take initiative. What can you do today? Who can you reach out to? You know, what are the things, what are, what limiting beliefs are holding you back? Are you open to a new approach? Are you, are you trying different things? These it's just, this is, this is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And just like Lorna said, you know, like this, this conversation is going to come up a lot within yourself internally. I remember when me and Lorna were talking about where, when she had just told me that, that she was uh, struggling with binge eating herself. And we had the same conversation on, well, she told me like, Hey, I'm looking into support and getting that. And like it, through each and every part of your mm -hmm. life, you're going to experience challenges like this. And then it's up to you to to level up and really choose to pursue different things. Right. And, and all, all success is, is basically a sum of, you know, the failures that didn't work and that one thing that did. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, you can look at 
all the things that didn't work as like bad things, or you can look at it as like, okay, now if I found out what doesn't work and you can really use that like fire, that fuel to like really find something that does work. And I know for myself, like I, I know, I knew that when I was struggling with binge eating, I knew that if I became free, I'm, I'm literally going to help so many other people because I quote unquote, I cracked the code and now I can share this with other people. And that's, what's really like fueling my fire to like find answers for whatever the heck is going on with my body, because there are other people who feel the exact same way, what, what, whatever they're going through. And, you know, being that example is everything. So you can also be the leader and you can start going first. Like just another, uh, another thing with my client, the one that had PCOS, like she struggled with binge eating and you know, I helped her recover from binge eating and she hasn't been in like so long. It's been like a year. Um, but dieting was in her family, like struggling with food was in her family. And she's like, I'm going to go first. I, nobody in my family has ever reached out for support, but I'm going to reach out for support. That's why she joined my program. And she's like, I want to be that example. You have to go first. You have to take that initiative break generational patterns, like be that person that goes first. And that's what I'm doing. So yeah. Bam. Maybe we'll do, we're going to do probably another update. We have some exciting news to share with you guys that we have not shared yet. We're not going to say it on this podcast. Okay. (laughs) It might even be news to me. No, I actually know what it is. (laughs) So we have that coming up and then maybe we'll do a podcast episode of some things that Andrew recommends for me. Um, of course it's going to be individualized to what I specifically need, but I don't know. I think that can probably be helpful yep, as well absolutely. too, kind of like the journey and, and everything like that. So just to make it fun, why not? Yeah. It doesn't have to be so serious all the time. So thank you guys so much for being here and listening, whether you're on live with us on Facebook, or I probably will put this on the podcast as well too. Um, if you have not yet joined the Facebook group, definitely join ditch the di- ditch, the diet an binge eating support group. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, join us on Facebook. And if you are listening to the podcast and you've been enjoying the podcast, then definitely be sure to leave a rating and review on the podcast. It means so much. And it really helps to get this message across to more people who really need to hear this message. So thank you guys so much. Join us every single Friday in the Facebook group, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for an episode of Tea and Teaching. So have an amazing Friday and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.